Live, it is the Gag Order Radio Show here on the Gag Order Network. Uh, is your host, Jay, and alongside me is John Doherty. What up? In the booth is Dimitri. Yep. And uh, we have a great show for you today. We're I'm gonna, on caffeine. Yes, you are. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, some things that we saw in the news. We're going to talk about a little bit of uh, reminiscing. I had, a, I had a topic I wanted to bring up today. And then uh, we're going to have, later on in the show, around 5.30, we're going to have Big Tim Kellums. Um, he's a, a rapper. Are you saying that right? I don't know. Yeah. We're going to find out from Kalams. him. Kalams or Kellums. Kellums. Um, and he will come on, and uh, we know all his fans have been texting and tweeting and yes, so on. Yes, have. Um, so we will definitely get into your questions and ask a bunch of them. And uh, we're going to choose three people during that break once we're done with the interview. Three people are going to be able to ask him one question each. Uh, off air so it's whatever you want and at the same time uh we're going to hopefully get you guys to stick around so we can figure out who we get on next week um so who with you, that who being do you want on next well week? who do i want i don't know actually i know monday on one of the shows here on the network they're gonna have max schneider uh he actually does a ton of music like music on youtube and everything he's Pretty well known for YouTube celebrities. You keep dropping Keanu, Ray- Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is because uh, like, John Wick Two is coming out. You want him on in the worst way. Well, I I personally haven't seen anything aside from Speed and I watched the replacements recently. And I, I didn't even really watch the replacements, but Speed and uh, I would actually it. if we get him on, I want to talk to him about eating a sandwich in the park. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about his movies. Just I don't really. I mean. What other movie? Oh, uh, Matrix, right? He and seriously then, looks yeah. like the most chill guy in Hollywood. He is, from yeah. what I heard. I, I think he he's probably like really funny and chill, but I think some I of the movies that he's in are just like meh. I bet he's not funny at all. Probably isn't. It's probably serious. Probably isn't at all. Super serious. But uh, so, anyways, uh, Dimitri. Yes. Uh, in news. Okay. Have you seen some of the things that have been happening in California? Uh, some. Why don't you tell me exactly what you're talking about, though? Good setup. Good setup. He hasn't heard. Uh, it's some. Of, there's actually a police chief in San Francisco that is. He uh, stepped down um, because of a shooting, something with a, a young African American woman. Something. A 27 year old unarmed African American woman was shot on Thursday, and uh, the police chief stepped down today. So interim uh, chief is going to be the mayor of the town, and I'm just like. I was thinking about it, I want to say earlier today, I was just thinking, how ridiculous have the police gotten? Like, it's You want to hear something messed up? What's uh, up? When I was, when I'm looking this story up, 
I found a bunch of stories about San Francisco sheriffs. Yeah, they're, they're all over the place. It's They are notorious for having Sheriff crazy gets people. to keep job despite domestic violence. Sheriff will not step down. Wow. Uh, yeah. Convicted San Francisco sheriff won't quit. Um, yeah. They're very persistent. Seriously. It's going back to like 2012. Yeah, and they just never leave. They never leave their job. It's the same guy who's been there this whole time, and they've had issues with him. Uh, and they were like, hey, you need to kind of quit he's like yeah I'll, I'll i'll leave in a week or so guys don't worry about this it guy ross mercury remy i don't know there's another guy can't pronounce his sir a sue or s-u-h some weird name like that he was the guy that was just running shop for a while and he needed to step down apparently it took a shooting of an unarmed woman to make that happen there was also another story um of uh way to a, kick off the show on a depressing well note. it's it's not to be depressing i just want to get this out of the way because way it's uh one of those things where um, I'm realizing more and more that the conversations people are having politically um, never really touch on things like this, which is just individuals that come back from war that need help. You know, one of those things. A little PTSD. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's something that's never really talked about. It's just, oh, the cops are angry. No, a lot of these guys need help. <laughs> At the end of the day, they need help. It just is what it is. I've had my fair share of, of jerks. I've had my fair share of really awesome guys that try to help me out. Oh, I was going to say, you're angry and you're not even a cop. Yeah, it's just one of those things. But um, the, the, the next one is a really messed up story because it's been a week of messed up stories. Yeah. Right. Um, the, the other uh, cop-related one, the police-related one, uh, a police officer is on film saying that a woman resisted arrest and uh, that she failed to use her blinker to pull over. And he hauled off and punched her in the face several <laughs> times against the wall and said he didn't do it, yet it was all on camera. All on camera. I also saw the one where uh, a woman got assaulted for driving her bicycle through a parking lot. Did you see that one? No. That's when you're taking it a bit too far. Yeah. That's when you, you know, at that point you just got to go, yeah, maybe I have too much coffee. <laughs> maybe, Cops you know. hate bicyclists. Yeah, they, that's <laughs> Let's what it just is. Say it. They're like, we're the only ones that can Let's pull it off in it. groups. Yeah, they all ride around in groups. They they hate that. I've seen a bunch of uh, uh, police officers riding, like the bike cops. Yeah. They have this smile on their face. Bring, if bring. you hear the conversations they're having, it's the most heinous things you'll ever hear. Oh, yeah. Dude, they hate it. I have a cop in my family. I actually went to school for criminal justice, and so I know. So you can ride a bike. A lot of people that <laughs> went into law Did you go to school to learn to ride the bike? Is that That's what he just said. <laughs> in the ride. shorts, but... Uh, in the shorts. <laughs> Yeah, what's that about? Can I wear police pants? I have to wear shorts. Basically, you have to have like Baywatch legs it's navy to be blue. a bike you, you have to wear navy blue, basically. Yeah, no, but I want to wear pants. They're all wearing really short shorts. Would you feel like a douche for getting pulled over by a bike cop? Yes. <laughs> he just taps <laughs> on your window. How arrest you? Put, them, put you in their basket? He's just one determined cop. <laughs> He's just on a rascal. Handcuff you to his bike and just keep going? Yeah, just at that point, you're just like, you want a toe? Is that what you're here for? Just kick your feet up. That I, I I I would laugh if a bike cop came up and was like, "I need to pull you like over." Pointing over, yeah, like, yeah <laughs> no, that's the sidewalk. No. Yeah, he's, that's he's where you turn. should be, the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, what, what are you saying to me, guy? I can't. I uh, whatever. Just pull does over. he does he make the siren sound then? <laughs> whoop whoop. Yeah, or does he have the actual bike uh, bell? Oh, it's a special one. Ding! Just some weird, like, dumb noise that they... Because every sound they have is dumb. Every sound they have... They do like, have a... They, they have the uh, the flash, the lights. Yeah. But on it's the connected bike. to the bike. It's powered by the pedaling. 
That is annoying. So when they stop, it stops. <laughs> yeah. So am I no longer pulled over because your light stopped? Ah. So we're good later. All right. No, 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 no. Get back here. Why are you pulling me over again? No, no. You're not. We're not done with the process, sir. I still have all your license. I can get another one. Don't worry about it. No, this, I'll just drive home. And then if I get pulled over, I'll tell them that you took my license. You know, if you accidentally, when, when leaving, you accidentally put it in reverse, you could kill the guy. Yeah. It'd be like, do you mind? Your bike's not supposed to be in the street. He's just got the kickstand out. Kick comes over. Do you know why I pulled you over? Is that the sound I you make? Blew you off the bike. Is that the sound you make when you yeah, put your kickstand? That's what I. Whenever kick. I put What's a kickstand out, What's the sound. Kick. That's is that the sound you make. Yep, that's how my kickstand works. <laughs> that's, you, that's weird. That because explains kick. so much. I used to have one that used to go kick and stand. <laughs> <laughs> Were you the one that put the baseball cards on his wheel spokes? I no. I put a teeny bottle. You know, remember teenies? The uh, Little, uh wax the juices. Bottles? Yeah, the, no, the juices. Yeah. The ones that look like little barrels yeah. of just whatever sugar. Yeah, of sugar, coloring. water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, tastes like red, tastes like purple. Exactly. <laughs> and just but once you're done with it, he knows exactly what I'm talking about. Once you're done with it, you just fold it up and put it in your spokes. The only thing is after a while, it would come loose and I would no longer be cool. <laughs> it was, I, I think you were not we cool before that. it came loose. Why did we do that? What was the point in it? Because kids are stupid. I don't know. I remember there was like a kit you could get that would make the sound. Yeah, yeah. You could like connect it. A playing card would make that sound. You could connect it to the wheel, and as right. you're pedaling, it would be like. Yeah, that would be awesome. No, I didn't have that. I had. Didn't have that either. And you could tell when I was out of control, all the way down the hill until I hit something. I was a fat kid on a bike. All right. You ever take some headers? Go right over the go right over the bars. Yeah. Well. Okay. You want an honest story? Here we go. A couple times. Honest story. Um, there's been a couple of times where I've been riding my bike when I was a kid. Uh, not now. Like, I thought you meant like yesterday. I haven't. No, I haven't ridden in a while, actually. Um, and I uh, go to Papa Willie, and I take the handlebars out. <laughs> I've hit myself in the face with the handlebars because I'm so heavy. It's like a reverse wheelie. <laughs> just doesn't go. It's like an anti-wheelie. I go, because I see my cousins doing it. They're all like fit and everything uh, well you got the cheap bike no 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 i got a good bike. i was fat <laughs> did you not hear me i was like my bike wanted to die and my bike committed suicide every time it was like what are you doing stop it's not at first you don't succeed it's just like kid lay off the pie like it would every time i would get on it i'd go to papa willie i'm like trying to do the motion in my chair but i go all right one two lean back and all over here is, from the seat and then bam in my face would come to hit the bars every time I never, you know, I never once popped a willy. Growing up, uh, growing up poor, I always had the hand-me-down bikes. At least you had decent bikes. I had a hobby that looked the problem like six was, people. The problem was, like, my older brother, who I got the bike from, or maybe even my older sister. Was uh, it pink with you know, tassels? No. No, I wasn't that cool. <laughs> we couldn't afford no tassels. What are you, crazy? We barely afford the second wheel. Still on payments, by the way. <laughs> it's almost mine. <laughs> yes, almost now. Mine. Uh, no, well, my brother or even my sister, some of the bikes, uh, if we were, it had like a height differential, like my brother was already six feet by the time he was 15, but I was like five, five when I was 15. Okay. So I got his bike. Right. <laughs> and the seat like just did not want to be adjusted. So it was, it was really up to me. Yeah. yeah. I... I really think I grew an extra inch that year just from stretching my body to get on the evolution. They forced evolution. Yeah, I basically <laughs> forced my body. They forced evolution. Is I what they did. I stretched it out. At least now you're taller. Be thankful. Yeah, 
Like today, I could be five nine, but I'm five ten. I owe my height because of that bike to to poverty. <laughs> That's basically what he's saying. I now, owe my height to poverty. My little brother thought he'd be funny and play older brother, and he took the bike. Really, and he went face first into the pavement. Ha! Ha! Had his face, ha. Had his face swell up, and this is the cool part of having a stupid brother. <laughs> Uh, especially a stupid younger brother, was he needed a babysitter for a school day because he couldn't go to school because his, fa- his eye had uh, swelled shut. So I got to miss a day of school because I have a stupid brother. <laughs> well, then congrats to you for having a stupid brother that gets you out of school. Can I get an applause for that, uh, Dimitri? Is there, uh, I don't know. Can you? Is there a little something? We all can, right, uh, fine. You can have it. <laughs> That's all you're getting. That, wow, that was an abrupt. Ah, we're, okay, we're good. We 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 acknowledge the fact that you uh, had something there. Yep. Well, just acknowledge. I, I will say one last thing on the bike story. Um, I had a couple of bikes when I was a kid. One of the bikes I remember vividly was this Huffy. Oh boy, Huffies were not the cool bike. No, no, Huffies at all. were meant no, for BMX. war. It was BMX. Yeah, but Huffies were meant for war. I had. Like so, you know how you you have the narrow seat for most bike seats. Yeah, the Huffy had a goddamn sofa. It was like <laughs> it was just this big nice. rectangular pad with ridges in it, and it looked like it fit like the Partridge Family on it with me, and just roll <laughs> down the street. So I would ride this thing. I and, remember those. Yeah, and I would never be in the same position. Like I could never get a, I could never get comfortable, and I would walk bow legged. Like I walked like I gave birth to my bike seat. So. I remember it's like horseback riding. Yeah, dude. And I remember. All right, so uh, riding near my cousin's house, and this is really steep, just horrendous. It's got to be a legal hill, <laughs> and we're riding up it. I'm not making it again, fat kid. Not making it up the hill. So I get off and and push the bike up the hill. I'm walking. Everybody else is riding, and they're really, you know. Well, you're pushing the, you're it the out. Fat kid. Oh, yeah, I was just, I'm walking the bike up. Listen, I will drag it by a rope if I have to. <laughs> like, I, it's just like I'm getting up the hill at my own pace, guys. I get up the hill, and this basically what I realize at that age is I don't like heights more if they're in roller coaster fashion. Um, <laughs> I was on my own Superman ride at that point. I didn't know what the Superman was, but I'm pretty sure that's the same exact experience I had as a kid. Because I got up there. Looked down the hill. I was like, this is pretty damn steep. I used to love that. There's, no. a, there, there's a hill in our cemetery. Exactly. That's up. where I would have been. That's, <laughs> I should have just should landed right there. would have smashed into a tombstone and fell in a grave. Near, near my school, there was a cemetery, and there was a hill there, and it was called Dead Man's Hill because we're, kids are so smart with coming up with names, right? Yes. And um, it was one like, of, it's actually one of the day. steepest hills in the town. And right at the ed- edge of the t- uh, right at the edge of the hill yes. is just woods, just trees. Really? So the, the your prime directive was to not get hit by a tree as you're trying to slow down going into the forest. Prime directive, huh? Prime directive. So when you're done star trekking, nerding, yeah, out. yeah, I was like, that was a real robotic thing. Yes, to it say. was. I know. That kind of just see, like it just seeped out. Prime directive. It was like in my DOS prompt days, <laughs> uh, dude. For for me, the hill story is not even done. I I get to the top of the hill. I look down. I go, holy, you know, Christ, um, this is steep. And I, I chicken out. I'm done. I'm not going down. The, oh, wait. My cousins decided they had another another idea in mind, and they pushed me forward. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So, and this is not a joke. I thought I died like four or five, 18 times <laughs> on the way down. 
I kept trying to catch the pedals with my feet, but screaming like a woman <laughs> and having fat legs that don't really want to bend upwards while your bladder is just leaking out everywhere doesn't help. When you were a kid, were you just basically a potato? Dude, <laughs> I was roly poly. Were you potato? I was the the definition of roly perhaps a yam. You said, <laughs> yes, I was a yam. Perhaps a yam was, of some sort. I was Mr. Potato Head's offspring. Um, I couldn't lift my feet to stop myself. Here's the thing. On account of being a yam. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> this was like the, the third time feet. I um got the bike, and I had really like learned how to ride bikes on um. Uh, I'm trying to remember the other brands that were out there. I don't know brands of bikes. Mongoose whatever. was the BMX one. Okay, yeah, no, dude, the Mongoose. No, yeah, um, th- there was another one with like a mountains on it. Uh, and those bikes, like I had it's ridden like tracks before. or treks. Or yeah. Tracks, yeah, and those are the ones where when tracks. you stop, you just have to go in reverse on the pedals. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> not on this goddamn Duffy, Huffy, Duffy, <laughs> Duffy, Duffy, <laughs> Duff man, Huffy. Listen. You had to squeeze the handlebars. I didn't realize that until I smashed into my father's car. <laughs> he was at the bottom of the hill. He gets out of the car and he's just like screaming in another language. He, he sounded like a terrorist. That, that's that's when you know your parents are angry. Oh, yeah. It was, English was gone. <laughs> English died. He went through Spanish. He was just now just screaming in like Creole. He's just letting me have it. He was somehow speaking in Japanese. He doesn't even know Japanese. Dude. I well, s- first off, it's kind of his fault for putting a yam on a bicycle. <laughs> well, he didn't put me on the bike. That's the thing. We were told not to ride the bikes. I rode it. There were bikes. Smashed bikes. into my dad's car. Look, here's the thing. Why you- would you be told not to ride a bicycle? It's healthy. You're outside. Because we rode in the middle of the streets. Yams don't have feet. But you're still outside in the sun. You're getting. You're going outside. It's good. Yeah. Uh, Acti- physical activity. You're getting exercise. Yeah, no. Uh, apparently, that wasn't working for me. Well, you know, dodging the cars is maneuverability, too. Dimitri, so I was yeah. fat. It wasn't working. <laughs> Clearly, there was something wrong with that system. <laughs> Having a whopper after every outing wasn't helping my system. Also, tubers do not have feet. Yeah, it's just, dude, it was... It was horrendous. Did you actually have a Whopper after everybody? My dad always brought us Whoppers, and I was like, this defeats the purpose of me <laughs> playing outside. But Jay, why were you fat it. as a kid? Because I ate a lot of food. It was great. Listen, Whoppers. Um, but I knew I was fat that day because I seriously, God's honest truth, left a dent in the door. <laughs> Who would tell this? <laughs> Who would like, tell? Thank I God s- you swore to God. Because yeah, I was, I was like, honestly I needed to. Pr- I needed to be like, listen, I'm honest. I was guys. doubting you for there, a and second. And it, no, it wasn't the bike that left it. I left the dent. You know what? You're willing to risk eternal damnation? I believe you now. Yes. I left a dent. I was doubting you door. for a little bit. And now. my dad was like, we need to change your diet. I've dented a car by slamming into a piano. Yeah, but that's because you're a robot. You're half human, half nothing. <laughs> half android. Uh, that, wait, that makes sense. All Russian. All Russian all the time. Okay, I'll take that. That makes sense. Yeah, no, dude. I I realized that day, like... I, I knew I was fat. heavy. I knew I was heavy. Listen, when okay, you're... Well, I mean, considering a year ago, y- you were panting trying to pick up a pen from the floor? Yeah, no, that, that's, and that was my older years fat. I was young fat. And I realized I was fat because I should have thought about it when we're in, like, biology class learning about the development of a woman's body. And I'm contemplating, <laughs> am I in that category because I'm developing bees? I'm like, oh, wait, me too. Oh, it's only for girls? That shouldn't be me. Yeah, I should have realized You were learning how fat. to put on a bra. Yeah, I was, I was definitely learning I, the difference between a sports bra and a regular <laughs> bra. Um, this show turned into a dark place. It's not. It's a, this is the cleanest <laughs> place. I'm living a happier life now. I don't feel where safe I'm, here. I'm in a permanent 
chubby face. I don't feel safe here. You shouldn't. Okay. No, you, you really shouldn't. You need an adult. Um, but yeah, it's just it's, it was weird. Oh, but let me let me you know what? Because we were talking about being like younger. Here's something that I uh, like was contemplating this whole week. Actually, welcome to ADD Radio. Yeah. Well, it, here's what I was contemplating this whole week. Um, did you uh, have you uh, like in in all your years going to and from school when you were younger? <laughs> did you ever realize you had certain friends that you didn't care what happened to them for the, like for three or four months at a clip, and when you saw them in school, it was as if nothing ever going? happened. Where's this going? Um, I think that that way. I think that what now? What? You think that now? I think that now. That question makes no sense. It's Woody. it's one of those things where you go to school together. I don't know how big your school was, but <laughs> no, you wouldn't everybody. see them for a while. Summer yeah. vacation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like you. You you're know. just gone. Yeah. There's no Guys communication. Are in towns. Yeah. Just there's nothing. And there's, then the, yeah, the first day and of school. And then the first like, oh, day of hey. school, you're like, hey. Well, I mean, you know, it's 2016, right? Yeah. Well, I'm saying, do you realize that was us? Like we yeah. had it where we wouldn't talk to friends. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah, our generation. Yeah, for entire summers, it'd be yeah, like, I'm like, not uh, gonna see that guy. You'd meet up, maybe like uh, something would go on where like multiple towns would get together and you'd see each other once. Or in between going to camp, I went to camp. Do you go to camp? Yeah, I went to camp uh, a couple of so times. So and no, I, I didn't really have a lot of my school friends that went to the camp. Yeah, so you had a whole different group of people you yeah, just knew. Yeah, the kids I hung out with for some summers were different than the kids I went to school with. Did you ever realize that I was like, oh, this is different? Like, I'm completely different here than I am at school. It was just weird. Yeah. I just I, I was thinking about it the other day going, these kids will never understand that separation, so that I, valuing I, a friendship, like any of that stuff, having memories that you like hold and bring out. That to, nobody else knows about. Yeah. Yeah, I went to the same summer camp for like, 10 years as a kid and every time was for like two months so i literally had a summer life and like a school life yeah and and you come back and people would be like what did you do not hey i saw you posted yeah <laughs> like you know it'd be like what did you do how was your how, summer how, how was your summer you know was, really was camp awkward when your boobs came in jay yeah yes yes it was all of the boys talked to me a lot more so did some of the girls they were asking how they pull it off um, dude, it was just one of those things that I, I i was thinking when i have kids well that's over now i mean yeah it's but is that not weird? That was our norm. Our norm was, all right, John. See you in a few it, months. Yeah, just gone. Later. And sometimes, this is also when you realize as a kid, death was like real. You come back and like. It wasn't that weird. Oh, yeah. Well, no, you come back and you'd be like, so where's. Wait, in your mind, what were your friends dying? No, some and of them. And then like three months later, they're life. reborn. No, no. It's just, it was just like one of those things some where I'd come back and be like, so religious. where's like, where's Matt? Like, and they'd be like, uh, he's not with us anymore. Uh, and be like, oh. What happened? Well, yeah, it, it, but the teachers would like let you know if he like passed away. It's like what? I didn't have too many kids passed away. Passed away at my school. Oh, well, it was I mostly hey, they moved away. Well, yeah, they just they went to a different school. Kids run, uh, yeah, and that's the other thing. It's weird now when uh, kids go away to other schools. You'd be like, all right, just text me. I actually, I made it. I did a major move when I was a kid. When I was ten, I moved from Lowell, Mass to Pentecook, New Hampshire. Holy crap! Yeah, it that's was a major move. I had already yeah. been in school for like five years. You know, I'd already made, I'd started making friends. I'd just got started junior high. When you don't want to move. Yeah. <laughs> like, in, and ele- the, in elementary school, I think I moved every single year. Because he's a spy. Yes. All across the country. But wait, no you choice. went from, hold on. You went from uh, like an urbanish area. A very racially diverse urban area to the whitest white, <laughs> white of whitey, white, white, whitington, white, white, <laughs> white, white. Wait, it was white. Suburb. 
wait, wait, wait. forest <laughs> of Whiterton. <laughs> wait a second. So that's got to be that's a culture shock. Oh, it's a massive culture shock, dude. That is nuts. You I, know where my friends were. I it was really diverse. We had Hispanic, we had Asian, we had Black. Um, I think I had maybe like three or four white friends that I would actually consider like close friends. I the thought rest, you were the white person of your. The group. rest were the rest of my close friends and good friends were like all over the map. You know, I had Vonra. I think I, I forget where Vonra from. I, Dominican Republic, maybe. I was gonna say that's not a white name. <laughs> Dominican Republic, maybe. Do you have a friend named Chad? Chad. No, Kevin. Kevin. Wait, Chris. But isn't that weird? Like, so you move completely away, and that's it. Like, goodbye, friends. Then I went to Pentecook, and yeah, uh, no, well, this is the kicker. In Lowell, fifth grade is considered middle school, junior high. Mm. In Pentecook, New Hampshire, it's still considered elementary school. I was so mad. What? I was In Lowell, I was moving on up. I was moving on up to junior high. Yeah, that's normal stuff for everybody else. No, Pentecook, New Hampshire... Actually, I think the whole New Hampshire system, fifth grade, is still in elementary. All of New Hampshire has one school. That's nuts. Yeah, so I was so mad that I was going back nuts. to elementary school. You're like, I was so much closer to high school. Like, I was there, dude. I We moved like after I had already started junior high. So I was there, man. I was already in junior high. I was already feeling awkward in the showers. You know, it was, uh, And then I get busted back to elementary school. It felt like... Did you feel like the big kid playing like, with what the, the heck weirdos. is going on? Yeah, you're like, what's going on? No, the weird thing was, like, shortly after I'd moved up there, they had started a social studies section on the mills of New England, and Lowell, Massachusetts was one of the biggest mill towns yeah. so in all been, of New England. Have you been in most of them? I did. I actually knew most of it. Yeah. Did you I'm learn like, about yeah. the shuttlecock? I'm like, and, and oh, yeah, dude. What was it? What, the looms or whatever? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. And how people they lost were, their fingers and stuff? I'm Lowell like, was a major textile city yeah. in New England like, like 200 years ago. Dude, I'm like, uh, I really don't want to hear about how this girl, she she had pretty hands, but one day she wasn't paying attention and she lost three fingers. What the hell do I care? But it was, it was a massive culture shock to go oh, from that world to a, a completely different one. Yeah, I I can imagine. I I was just I it, again, it just hit me going, these kids will never get that fact. Yeah, like right. you used to just be like, "Hey, good luck." <laughs> like, yeah. I hope That's I really see you in September. Uh, my family like visited Lowell like two or three times over the next like 2-3 years. Yeah. And then after that, it was no more trips to, you know. Yeah, and that was it. Yep. You were just cut off. Gone forever. You're like, "If I didn't get their number, I'm never going to the get it." The first year was the best <laughs> because for some reason um where I was in New Hampshire did Halloween on the day before, the 30th. Yeah. Lowell did it on the 31st. So you just went to we two Halloweens. We did both, yeah. yeah. I had two Halloweens. That's awesome. I had two Halloweens, like my first year in New Hampshire. We just went back to Lowell and hit up the old neighborhood. D- uh, dude, it's, uh, again. But yeah, major move, crazy. Yeah, everything was different. <laughs> everything was different. That was it. You kids will never get it. Uh, all the kids nowadays, uh, why couldn't you just Skype them? Why are you? There was no Skype. Are you are you seriously going to go on a get off my lawn rant? Yeah. Uh, listen, back in my day, I First used to have to spin the numbers. You're younger than I am. Well, so if anybody's going to do but it. But I lived an old life. I think I came out earlier. And I just don't know my birthday. You were like just putting, you're actually from the 40s. Yeah. Just <laughs> they were like, you know what? Let's save this one. <laughs> Froze me and kept me here. Let's just hold on to this one. All right. So uh, let's cut to a break. When we come back, we're going to have uh, our guest, uh, Big Tim Kellums? 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 Kellums. Kellums. 
Killums. 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 Bim Bob. Big Tim. I'm you? not doing that. <laughs> I don't think I, I'm not calling him Big Tim. I think he said Big Bob or Bing Bong. What did you say? I don't know. You gonna be all right over there? No, he's lost his goddamn mind. All right, <laughs> let's go on said. break and let's re- let's let's organize ourselves. All right, we'll be back.
Pull up to the party, feeling naughty. Walk through the door when they feel a me. No extras on me, place my hand on an exit only. I came here to live in the moment. I got it, I flown it. I'm on one. This place got me in the mood to forget this by the morning. I'm drunk and I want it. I spotted you in the back, you're way too hot to be lonely. Gonna make my move upon you. I can't pass you up, cause there's a million other guys up in this club that wanna cut. I'll follow you where you wanna go. We can stay at the bar, or we can hit the floor. Or we can bring it outside, take off in my ride. Then we can take it off and get close all night. I'll follow you, I'll follow you off the dance floor. I'll follow you, I'll follow you. I'll follow you anywhere you wanna go I spotted you, I wanted you Anywhere you go, I'll follow you You came with friends, just let them dance Girl, lead the way, I'll hold your hand back it is the gag order radio show here on the gag order network in studio is myself jay and alongside me is john doherty still and still in the booth is dimitri yep and uh we have been uh talking to uh, our guests 
uh, during the break. It was actually a really fun conversation, conversation that you guys aren't <laughs> privy to. But uh, we will choose three people, or he will choose three people, however it will happen, and they will have the ability to ask one question each once we are on the next break. Um, but until then, I'm going to introduce the man, the myth, the up-and-coming legend, Big Tim <laughs> Kellums. What's up, everybody? Big Tim Kellums here. You're really hyping me up over there, man. You're making me feel honored and getting a little rosy in the cheeks. You want us to, like, tone it down? You want to be like, uh, so who is it? What's his name? We got this guy. I Big don't know. Tim. Does, does things. He hums a lot. I don't know. He's yeah, actually I'm, the I'm world's a professional hummer. Man. Yes, that is that sounds inappropriate. Um, <laughs> he's the professional whistler. Uh, that movie was awesome. Yes, <laughs> but a big Tim. Ke- like, what do you go by? Do we just call you BTK? Wasn't that a killer? Uh, okay, yes. Th- this is funny. I'm actually going to give you a little bit of a quick background on this. My original name was Big Tim. And then I would Google myself from time to time, and I was like, yo, there's other Big Tims out there. What can I do to make sure I'm the only Big Tim? So I'm like, you know, let me just add my last name to the mix. So I added my last name, and now I'm Big Tim Kellums. But I don't want to be called BTK because of the whole (laughs) MGK thing, and it's kind of an inside joke with some people because, you know, I'm the white rapper, he's the white rapper. But if you want to call me BTK, it's cool. But Big Tim Kellums is the official name as of now. I I would Uh... think that you wouldn't want to be called BTK because there was a serial killer. Yeah. There was, was a serial oh, killer called BTK. BTK well, that's kind of cool because I'm killing the tracks, man. <laughs> no, I don't I don't think you understand what cool is. <laughs> <laughs> BTK killer. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, for all of those, if you can hear our voice, you're tuning in. That's how that works. That's how it works. You're, you're hearing it. So for all of those that are asking, how do I tune in? If you're hearing our voice on the site, you're tuning in. It's happening. So anyways, Big Tim. Um, yeah. Uh, listening to your tracks, I did say uh, I was talking to John about you earlier, and I said you have this um, rock meets a bit of hip hop pop swag to what you're doing. He said Lincoln Park, and that's exactly like where some of your like your, your style comes from. It's it sounds awesome what I heard. Um, Thank you. But who inspired you? Right off the bat, who inspired Man, you? Man, there's a real you know. Let me tell you, there's a real reason why it kind of has that rockish feel to it because. Growing up my entire life, my father took me to all these crazy rock concerts, man. I'm talking like everything from the classics such as Aerosmith and um, Def Leppard and uh, Kiss to the, you know, more the new age kind like, you know, System of a Down, Corn, Marilyn Manson. So I went to all these crazy rock and metal concerts growing up, and that's what got me really into making music. But I, I then figured out that I really couldn't sing all that well, and I couldn't play an instrument to save my life. So I was like, you know what, what can I still do? That's still a form of music. So I decided to rap, but I, I try to incorporate that rock feel as much as I can, because that's what I, you know, was raised on. Yeah. Well, it shows in your music. It's great. It's great to actually hear, you know, somebody trying a little bit of infusion, something that we heard kind of do See, well in now, the thousands. I like well, his, pers- I like his persistence. He knows he's terrible. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't give up. Yes. He doesn't that's give up. Right. You know, you know, you got to When life gets hard, you push back harder, never let go. I know I'm the worst artist on the planet, but I'm not going to let that stop me. You hear me? I'm not. <laughs> and nor should it. Well, just because <laughs> that's that's how I feel as a skinny person. I'm the worst skinny person there is, but I'm the best at trying to beat. No, Dimitri. No, what? I, I eat burgers. all the time. OK, yeah, you eat a lot. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Never mind. All right. So I'm a fat person and I'm staying that way. Trying not to. God damn it. <laughs> you know, you want to know something funny, man? I used to actually, I got the name Big Tim because I used to weigh almost 300 pounds. So there's oh. hope for you, man. There's hope. 
Oh, how'd you go from 300 to what we're seeing now? AIDS. I cut it off. Oh. Your, lo- your lower half? I, I, <laughs> your legs? I, I grabbed the fat, I yanked, and I sawed it off, man. That's <laughs> exactly what I tried like to do seven. once. Like <laughs> seven. It didn't work out well. <laughs> no, I actually, what I did was I, I cut out all the, you know, a lot of the calories people get are from just drinking liquids, man. So I completely cut out all liquids except for water because you kind of need something to survive. So I drink nothing but water. That helps shed off most of the weight. And then uh, everything after that, man, was just, you know, cut out carbs, no noodles, no macaroni, no uh, rice and potatoes. Just kind of stick to white meats as possible, chicken and fish. Um, you know, no red meats, no steak, no hamburger, stuff like that. And just time, give time, you know, time, and then everything starts to shed off. Or you could always saw it off as well. Nutrition and more with Big T Callums at five. Yeah. Um yeah, no, that's I tried doing that. I shed off. I shed a lot of weight actually. I was three fifty, and I shed off. Uh, shed off. I shed a lot of weight Congrats. when I cut out carbs. So thanks. Yeah. It's just this is my sixth fat, and I don't think I have another like comeback. There's no bounce back after this. So I gotta <laughs> lose this and stay small, like depressing. small. It has to happen. Like You're depressing. That. I, I, it's the truth. I gotta do that. I You're have depressing. to stay small for the sake of my shirts. Um, <laughs> so, uh. When it, uh, a lot of your fans are wondering, um, <laughs> places you'll do shows, again, the Eugene thing that came up again. Yeah. Um, but uh, wh- when you go on stage, what inspires you? What's the spark? Oh, man, when I go on stage, what inspires me? I, you know, when I'm up there, man, I used to kind of go into a trance because it was just so just awestrucking to me. And I kind of used to not see anything and I kind of just went crazy and did it. But now I've trained myself to really hold my composure up there. And what really inspires me and gives it the spark is just the energy and the look on the people's faces. When you first hit that stage or you start doing something amped up and exciting and you could see them really getting into it. Just like I look for the teeth, man, when you could see the teeth and the big smiles and the energy, that's what really gets me into it, man. That's awesome. Yeah, for us, we usually uh, just ask them not to like stab us. We say, well, that too. I mean, I crowd surf a lot. And one of my fears is like, yo, what is some crazy person like jabs a knife in my ribs while I'm doing this? (laughs) Yeah. Now that you said it, don't crowd surf. Yeah. I was just thinking that as I said, yeah. Now that you've said it, do not crowd surf. That's just is ill advised from here on out. (laughs) Just send your shoe. (laughs) Like. Just let it go. Yeah, I'll get a crowd surf, uh, crowd surfing stunt double that'll just. I'll go off stage for like a half a second. He'll run off with the same outfit <laughs> as me. Just jump in there, man. And Why not? Up. Hey, <laughs> come on! There's stunt doubles for everything else. Why not? Exactly. Dude. For getting crowd knifed. Stunt doubles, yeah, man. for getting knifed. For getting knifed. Yes, my knife double. Uh, I mean, he could wear like a vest or something to like, <laughs> protect them. They, they stab me in my toes. Big Tim. <laughs> they stab me in my toes. I know, yes. right? That would, that would be something else. Um. Uh, another thing I have to ask, what was your biggest performance? Because you've been at this for a while. So what was your biggest performance or um, your most awe-inspiring performance where you're like, oh, my God, I'm here? Well, we did the Music is Art Festival with the Goo Goo Dolls in Buffalo, New York. And that was like, man, there was thousands of people there. And the whole festival, it was just downpouring rain. And we thought ahead of time that, you know, the rain was going to get it all messed up and nobody was going to come out. But let me tell you. Rain does not stop the music and the rain does not stop the people that want to hear the music because they were there and not only were they there, but they were 10 times crazier jumping around and going crazy in this downpour. So we performed a concert, opened up for the Goo Goo Dolls. We co-headlined. We went on right before them and we performed in the downpour. 
pouring rain and there was just all these people and the rain made it even crazier and it was it was probably like one of the highlights of my life man so no. it, was, it has to be the music is art festival in buffalo new york now you say we now who do you have a normal backing band do you have a group yeah i actually i most of you know the recordings in the studio um i actually recorded a place called twin turbo studios out of cleveland ohio uh jim agrippi runs that studio he's also my drummer so I have a drummer. Jim Agrippi's my drummer. His name's Jimbo Neutron. I have a, uh, a hype man who's also my brother from another mother, T. Booze. I have a DJ. Most of the time it's DJ Acid. Um, so we got the DJ, DJ Acid, the drummer, Jimbo Neutron, the hype man, T. Booze. And my camera guy's always up on stage with us too, Don Johnson. So we kind of have a little group up there as well. And we incorporate the rock feeling even more by adding and incorporating the live drums during the set. Oh, that's, that works really well. Yeah. Um, so... For your your projects, somebody was asking, what's the process? How do you go about getting to the point of where you're going to release the album? Well, well, there's a okay. Let me think of how to really explain this. Basically, man, I took like a two year hiatus because I I basically I started as a musician. You know, I started gaining my fan base as a musician. Then I started really getting into uh, social media and making these rant videos. And when my rant videos really started blowing up, I kind of lost myself as a musician. So basically right now I have this whole EP on the back burner because I don't want to just put it out right now because I don't want to put something out that I think, you know, deserves the most notoriety and have it not hit what it needs to because people aren't really into the relevance, irrelevancy of my music because I kind of took a hiatus from it for a bit. So basically right now to amp that up, I've been leaking songs off of the, off of the EP and I got like three music videos I'm going to be putting out just to kind of push music back into their faces and ears and music videos to say, hey, look, remember me? I'm making music. I'm making music again. So it builds the relevancy of the music. So basically, to summarize it so I'm not mumbling, I'm going to leak some songs. I'm going to put some music videos out. And once you're ready and know that I'm making music, apparently, again, I'm going to put out the EP. <laughs> okay. Woo! I'm, yeah. exa- I'm he exhausted. Had, he had a lot of energy behind I'm that. Exhausted. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted, too, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah um, again, thank you for coming on today. Um, oh, welcome. But... uh. So where are you going? Like, are you setting up tours? Are you going to do colleges? Or are you just going to be like uh, out and about or whatever? Um, well, I actually had a tour set up with uh, my good friend, Stephen Joseph. He's like an internet sensation. He's, he's, uh, he's uh, a guy that wears all this makeup with his crazy long green neon hair. He's really cool. He, um, he's my boy. We were going to tour together with Blood on the Dance Floor and Broken Side in June, which is next month. But I'm not going to go on that tour because I'm going to stay behind and kind of work on with what I got to work on with myself. Because going on the road, man, like if you're not ahead of your stuff and ahead of your schedule, you get set back because it's hard to do stuff while you're on the road. You, you got to drive, you got to sleep, and you got to perform. That's all you have time for. So maybe I'll do some tour dates in June. I'm supposed to do tour dates for Canada in July. And then there's also a European tour in the works possibly for August. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that's all with Stephen Joseph. So Stephen Joseph is one of my best friends, and we, we tour a lot together. We make music together. So that's that's what we got cooking off as far as tours go. Yeah, I'm seeing Stephen Joseph. He's got really wild hair. Yeah, his, his hair is makeup. crazy, and makeup is crazy, yeah. Wow, it looks like a like an old glitter band. That's what, that's what I'm seeing. <laughs> I see like an old glitter band. It's like Stardust. Um, yeah, he's something else, man. Yeah, as long as you're having fun. That's all that matters, as long as you're having a blast. Um, so, I can go two ways with this. We can continue talking and have a regular conversation, or we can start delving into some of the interesting questions that your fans have been sending us, because there's a lot. 
Um, I think we should go with the interesting questions. All right. So there's there's a – I just – I don't – I vote for trivia. For trivia. <laughs> <laughs> no, is that not – are we not doing that? We should, we should get Trivial Pursuit out and just see who wins. How tall is Mount Everest? Who was go. the captain on the Mayflower? Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, Big Tim, have you ever thought of uh, pursuing a different career besides music? Um, yes, I actually want to get into social media marketing and managing. Basically, to describe that, I want to I want to manage people's you know business pages or entertainers or musicians and kind of like manage them and you know build them up and make them money. And uh, I just I really like social media and marketing because that's you know I have to do that for a living as well, doing what I do. And I think, you know, I could be on some P. Diddy stuff and really like P. Diddy the heck out of social media when the time is right, when I'm big enough to be able to, you know, put the music to the side for a bit and kind of help other people out. You're kind of doing it in reverse. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're an entertainer that wants to do office work. (laughs) Basically, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) It's like Bono saying like his ultimate goal is to be a head fund manager. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little weird, man. But I mean, it kind of all it kind of all meshes with the whole social media uh, entertainer slash musician thing as it is, and I got pretty good at it. So I think that I think I could potentially make a lot of money with it in the future, and also just help other people out with it. Um, we got somebody that's uh, uh, that's asking. I'm sorry. Have you ever played World of Warcraft? Um. Yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. We're talking about wow. I actually <laughs> have played World of Warcraft. I think when I was like 18, like a couple times. I kind of liked it, but I never really got into it. It sounds like drugs. Wow. It sounds like <laughs> it sounds like a drug experience. It's listen. I, I, I tried, tried playing it a couple it. times. It's just it was not I, for me. I dabbled with WoW. It gave me a bad trip, Whatever. so I'm not really into it all like that. <laughs> you know, yeah. at parties, my friends would be doing it, but you know, I just hang out, and watch. I tried playing Fable. That didn't work out well. I tried play all, like all of those games. Uh, but then I game. found heroin, and everything was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> heroin. I'm good at playing heroin. That is really awesome. Um, we got one from Loriana. Uh, what is your biggest accomplishment in life? Not just like music, in life. Well, besides trying WoW for the first time, now that we got that out of the way, um, my biggest accomplishment in life, man, is just, uh, I just want to be happy, man. Like, I know it's like the stupidest, most cliche thing to say, but I I mean, really, man, like, I just want to be able to be happy and wake up happy and go to bed happy and not have to stress about not being happy. Like, I want to be happy all the time. I want to just live off of something that I love to do. I want to get up knowing that when I go to quote unquote work, AKA, whether it's, you know, going to the computer or, or, or going to a microphone, I want to know that I like doing what I do. I want to own a boat and I want to go fishing whenever I want. And I want to eat good food, man. That's all I want. I want, out of life. And I want to be able to travel the world. I want to see the pyramids, man. I want to go to Egypt. I just want to be happy. That's my ultimate goal in life. There's pyramids in <laughs> Vegas, so you could take care of that with one of those weird, you know. Or that. Sit in a room and listen to somebody sell you something and get a free trip to Vegas thing. <laughs> um, Timeshares. Uh, we got a bunch of people asking, when are you and Jas going to get married? Diana is one of those people and some other <clears> people. Shout out to you, Diana. Um, when are me and Jazz going to get married? Uh, well, if we do end up going to Vegas to see the pyramids, we'll probably get married in Vegas when we get like really drunk or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. It's the right. American dream. Yeah, yes. we've actually we've actually told each other, and this is not a joke. This is serious because we do crazy stuff. We have literally told each other we cannot go to Vegas because we know that if we do, we will get married, and it's not a joke. We probably really would do it. <laughs> yeah, but see then. 
eh, that's not really a problem. If you know you'll do it, that means she would say yes if you got down on one knee and was like, oh, will you marry me? She'll be like, yeah. I said we can go get drunk and go do it for like thirty five ninety two. But Yeah, that's very true. We can go to one of those drive throughs and just get married. Yeah. I mean, I mean the, the problem is she refuses to let me meet her dad. And her dad probably never will meet me, and well, he weird. has to like approve, and it's just a whole another story. Oh, gosh. that's weird. Yeah. Well, listen, that's weird. Uh, listen, uh, imagine meeting uh, my fiance's father, who I thought was Bob Marley. I was like, I'm gonna die. Like the guy. Uh, <laughs> the guy t- <laughs> listen, he was like, I know it's eight o'clock in the morning, but you want to drink a Heineken? I was like, I, I guess I have to. It was a test. You yeah. failed. I, I drank it. I was like, you yeah, drink oh, alcoholic. Because he was like, I'm drinking. I already had like three or something like that. He was like, I had rum. Are you gonna drink the Heineken? He looked at me like I dare. That's my kind of father-in-law. Sane. I was like, I- I'll drink it, sir. I drink. <laughs> and he was like, so you drink a lot? No. Cause I is this a what is this a trick question? You failed. You gave me alcohol. Uh, what I don't know. I don't know. Just no. Can now I was just, it alcohol in the glass or was it wow? No, no, no. It was. It was. Yes, it was a lot of wow. Actually, <laughs> he was a wow dealer. Surprised. Surprised. Oh, there you go. Uh, better rates on the islands. He was free basing methamphetamines. <laughs> said oh. just looked at me and said, "Huh? <laughs> huh?" <laughs> um. Here's a. Here's some. Wow. This person gave us. Uh. Here's some questions for Big Tim. Um, what's your motivation for writing music? Name a song of yours that your fans um, or that you feel your fans can relate to the most. What's the most influential person in your life right now? And where do you see yourself in five years? Does this person work for us? I know, right? That's exactly what we would Give ask. Them a job. They are great, man. These are questions we would ask. This is like, in right. depth. So, okay, yes. na- name them one off at a time because I kind of got lost. One Question number one uh, for you, Big Tim, sir. Uh, yes. What's your motivation for writing music? My motivation for writing music is uh, the reaction I'm going to get when I drop it. Like when I go into the booth or I'm writing something, I think ahead like, okay, what am I going to write about and how is it going to affect the person that listens and what is their reaction going to be? So that's the answer to the first question. All right. And the second question, name a song of yours that you feel your fans can relate to the most. Well, I have this song coming out called Depression. It's not out yet. Well, actually, yeah, it is. The audio of it is out on my Facebook somewhere, but... We shot a music video for it in Detroit, and that's a very relatable song because I really, I really try to um, really stick to the fact that I suffer from like severe depression and anxiety, and I'm, I'm manic and all this terrible stuff because I know a lot of people in the world um, deal with it, and that song really, you know, relates to a lot of my group and my fans and my followers because a lot of them suffer from depression and all that crazy stuff. So the song is called Depression. It's about being depressed and not getting out of bed and wanting to live but kind of being held back. So uh, look out for that, man. Depression. The music video will be out soon. Uh, hey, I'm so depressed. Instead of wearing black, I became black. Next question. Oh, God, um, your life is so bad. <laughs> who is the most influential person in your life right now? Uh, I would have to say my father, man, because my father was um, he was an addict for like half my life. And, you know, I've seen my dad at his darkest, darkest times, man, and just horrible things I had to witness growing up. And the fact that I literally never thought my dad would beat his addiction, the fact that he beat it and he's now been clean for a while and he went through the process and just seeing him go through that and be able to beat that and overcome that really inspires me because, you know, I get down, I get in those moods like everybody else does and I think about giving up and I wonder if this is going to work. But then I see that he did what he did and I'm like, yo, this is going to work. This can happen, you know? That's true. Oh, well, there you go. Instead of it being like, you know, a musician or something, he was real with that question yeah tim is that a towel behind you oh uh, yeah it is are you in the bath where are you no, he's, he's in his room you need to clean up buddy <laughs> we need a maid need over to there clean up <clears throat> and the 
And uh, the last question is one that we would always ask. Where do you see yourself in five years? Um, I see myself, Married. man, just save bigger, yourself. more successful, and hopefully a little bit richer, man, and just happier. <laughs> save yourself and stay married. Save your skin and stay married. Married. Yeah, there you go. That's a good thing. Married, job. locked in, and wow. giving up the dream. <laughs> that was him all by himself. Just married. You hear that? Married. Wow. Committed man here. Working at a nice 40-hour-a-week, 9 to 5. <laughs> yes. As, <laughs> That's where I see myself. As the manager man. of the local Staples. Some decent <laughs> bennies. Nice 401k. Rap every other weekend with, with my uh, weekend maybe, warriors. Maybe farmer's market on Sundays. <laughs> that is awesome. That is exactly where I see myself. He, he purposefully falls away from the limelight. He'll get famous really huge, and he'll be like, like, where are they now? Tim manages his local Walmart. It's just like Tim just, bought a subway in Ann Arbor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just completely out of the world, like obscure thing to do. He's just gone. That'd be great, actually. You just I'd rap go for out the with people. The bang, man. Hey, people that know you, you'd rap for them when they're ordering their sub. You like wrap their sub back to them. <laughs> so not only does he own the franchise, he works there too. Yeah, it's just, he bought it and he's just working wow. there. He That's has smart. a disguise. I'm doing everything I can to be a normal Samaritan. <laughs> yeah, it just. You know, I'm just here. I'm just, I'm, I'm, my name isn't uh, Big Tim. I look like the guy, but I'm not. I'm sorry. Who is, <laughs> who's this? What is the reason for doing what you do? Is this Nikki again? Oh, geez. Shout out to you, Nikki, for asking such amazing, awesome, and many of questions. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I want to say this really quick. Um, uh, uh, can you ask Big Tim what inspired him uh, to become a rapper? I love him. And it's followed up with, this is his girlfriend, Jasmine. Tell him he better see himself married before five years. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, oh, that's weird. <laughs> that, what was the question she asked again? I wonder if it's, if it's really her that's weird. Yeah, just, if it's not her, it's even weirder. Yeah, it's just like uh, there's another Jasmine. that I wouldn't put it past anything posing. at this moment in time. Man. Um, uh, the first question was, can you ask Big Tim what uh, inspired him to become a rapper? And then I love him. I love her too. Um, what inspired me to become a rapper? Um, oh, sorry. I... Basically, like I said, man, those all those rock and metal concerts I went to growing up with my father, man, just being at the concerts and being so young. And, you know, when you're that young and you're in an environment like that and you got like a stadium with thousands of people and we used to sit real close, man. So we were right there and just the pure energy, man. Like I loved it and I wanted to do it, man. So that's what got me involved in that and wanting to do that. <clears throat> all right. So, um, we're getting ready to wrap up. There's uh, someone wanted to just show you some love from Cleveland. Keep pushing and always remain humble. You're doing great. We're proud of you, Heather, the Honey Badger, and Jimbo Neutron. I've been oh, to Cleveland. Oh, shouts out to them. That's yeah, that's Jimbo and his crew, man. That's my drummer and his crew, man. I've been to Cleveland. Nice little city. Yeah, right. Cleveland's pretty nice. It's 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 it, Cleveland is uh I think was built by the same people that built Buffalo, which is originally where I lived for like thirteen years, and they look similar, but I think Cleveland's like a little bit cleaner than Buffalo. <laughs> so the guys that built Cleveland looked at Buffalo and said, you know what, good enough. <laughs> yeah, what... it was like when God like washed away the earth. He's like, you know what, man, I, I really messed up, so I'm gonna take Noah and just kinda like try to redo this. I think but I think Cleveland was like the Noah redo of Buffalo. <laughs> I think they need to add to the sign, Welcome to Cleveland, the Buffalo of the West. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Buffalo part two. Yeah, we tried again, guys. We failed. <laughs> Buffalo 2.0. Better? Much, question like... mark? <laughs> like, uh, this time it's personal. This time, yeah, it just sounds like 
horrible sequels. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag we chose this. Yes. Um, love from Oseso. I don't know where this is. Um, yeah, and it's oh, it says this is really Jasmine. Haha. Just to kind of make sure that you know, she's not messing around. Something. Hi, about, Jasmine. How are you? <laughs> something about chestnuts and a vice grip. Um, ball gags what? and yeah. Oh, she was trying to be undercover at first. That's the this is the wrong show for that. Right? Just, am I not supposed to be reading these out loud, Jasmine? Because I'm just gonna keep reading everything you send us. You might as well just keep it going now, man. Jasmine, no swearing though. We could talk about ball gags, but no swearing. <laughs> just he's like, I'm all into that. I've been trying to break the ice on that subject for a saw while. Some of the stuff in Jasmine's drawer, man. You would you would know what, what we're really talking about. I'm now gonna get a subpoena through this. (laughs) Like I'm now suing you guys. Uh, Yeah, Jasmine, you can go through the tool shed. Just no dirty words. Just exactly. Uh, No F bombs, no F bombs (laughs) at all. All right. So we're going to try something new. Um, I want to say we should have three people text us like the first three people or, or whatever that text us. Now she just wrote Jesus. Oh my God. Um, your girlfriend is traumatized. This is, this is good for us. This is great. This is what we wanted. Yeah. And she wrote in hi. She's really slow at typing. You may want to look into that. She's just slow, man. Oh, well, that's <laughs> wow. Do you just call your girlfriend slow? <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, the man. Listen, I didn't gonna... say mentally. Slow. Hey, I said hey, slow. Tim, Tim, soon to be ex girlfriend. Uh, what, what are you up to? Well, well, she <laughs> says I'm going to kill Ooh, so you don't have to worry because you owe you is dead, but you're fine. <laughs> so <laughs> whoever that is. <laughs> Um, the people at the car wash are listening while I'm vacuuming, laughing my ass off. This is great. Um, that's a lot of detail. We're at a car wash. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, is, that's- is, it like, is it a car wash as in like an actual It's car like I'm wash there. It's, I feel the it's suds like now. There. It's like I'm, I can hear it. They're vacuuming right now. I feel the suds now. All right, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to choose three people. The first three people that um, text us, uh, I guess... Or, or text us, call me, is what you should text us. And the first three people that we see, um, we will call during the break, and you get to ask Tim one question. Um, and, well, tell people where they can hear your music and tell them what's coming up next because we're wrapping up with you now. Awesome, man. Yeah, you can hear all of my newest music at my uh, website. It's BigTimKellums.com, B-I-G-T-I-M. K-E-L-L-A-M-S, BigTimCullums.com. You could uh, like me on Facebook. It's uh, Big Tim Cullums. You can go to Facebook.com slash Big Tim Official. My Twitter is very easy. It's Twitter.com slash Big Tim. I do follow everybody back, so hit that follow button. I'll follow you back instantaneously. My YouTube is YouTube.com slash Official Big Tim. Uh, my Snapchat is Big Tim underscore No Morals. And my Instagram is Big Tim Kellums. I think that covers pretty much everything. All right. And we got our three people, so... We will uh, be calling you guys during the break. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we're going to play another one of Big Tim's songs. Dimitri, what do you got for us? Uh, by Herself. All right, we're going to play By Herself by Big, T- Big Tim Kellums Words. on the break. Um, and then when we come back, we're going to have our last hour of the show. And then afterwards, you're going to listen to On the Edge with John Doherty. Yes, sir. Uh, all that and more here.
open up early, got feelings counting they dough. Cause she gets everybody stepping when they walk through the dough. Her family calls her a hoe, daddy won't talk to her no more. So she puts money over everything and won't screw her over. She fell in love with them dollars, knows how to get it out loud. Them dance like the life of the party and leaves them blue when they bought them. She used to shop for the low, now this girl be buying the most. If you wanna meet her, she'll be both. But the feeling 
girls, beautiful girls all around the world. And you're a crazy girl. If you think I'm gonna give you a turn, it's like you want, you never even learn. The way you're talking sounds so absurd. I don't ever wanna hear the four letter word. Talking like that'll get you kicked to the curb. I like you, I think you're cool. We can kick it, but I'm never gonna be a dude. When it comes to bumping, I'm better than others. And I'll show you something only if you want it. I want you alone, girl, it's going down. That's all that I want right now. Like a 
to the party, feeling naughty. Walk through the door when they feel upon me. No extras on me, place my hand on an exit only. I came in to live in the moment, I got it, I flown it. I'm on one, this place got me in the mood to forget this by the morning. I'm drunk and I want it. I spotted you in the back, you're way too hot to be lonely. Gonna make my move up on you. I can't pass you up, cause there's a million other guys up in this club that wanna cut. I'll follow you where you wanna go. We can stay at the bar, or we can hit the floor. Or we can bring it outside, take off in my ride. Then we can take it off and get close all night. I'll follow you, I'll follow you off the dance floor. I'll follow you, I'll follow you. I'll follow you anywhere you wanna go I spotted you, I wanted you Anywhere you go, I'll follow you You came with friends, just let them dance Girl, lead the way, I'll hold your hand And we are back. It is the Gag Order Radio Show here on the Gag Order Network. 
Uh, the number in studio is 857-366-5444. Is your host, Jay. Alongside me is still John Doherty. Big Tim Kellums is gone. Please don't call and cry into my airwaves. And uh, in the booth is Dimitri. Dimitri, and I'm a little sweaty. Yeah, a little. I'm a lot of sweaty. You're working, buddy. <laughs> a lot of You're sweaty. working. It is hot, man. Uh, again, onion soup. New England. French dip. Onion New soup. England. It's, it's like 70 degrees out. 70 degrees out. Yeah. 70 degrees Who had means... onion soup? No, that's what... <laughs> don't worry about it. You know what? I don't want to know about it. Move on. <laughs> no, you don't. So we had a call from San Diego. Yeah. So people are calling my phone. I don't know how that happened. But uh, feel free to call uh, or text the number day and night. Yeah, just uh, actually. And listen I know to the I turned off. So. Listen, no, but they no, should listen to the other of shows course, as well. Course, course. Um, after our program, just so everybody is familiar, for all those that are just tuning in, after our show is John Doherty doing On the Edge with John Doherty. So make sure you tune in for that. It's a great program. It has a different speed than Gag Order. Um, what was weird is I took over the show from another John Doherty. It just worked out. It just it does. He sounds a lot like the other guy, too. Exactly. So you won't really notice if you go on the Hulk share and other pages and listen to him. Um, but, yeah, just uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for uh, hearing that interview. And thank you, Tim, for coming on. That was great. That was a great response. I mean, as soon as we started putting up uh, notices, the we the lines were going nuts yeah and that's because he's one of those artists that actually goes you need me to do what okay and not one of these other artists because it's always celebrities and tim like that that thing it's a weird thing celebrities and tim do what we ask them they're like hey you need me to do the following all right i got it because it's all part of the business it's all part yeah. of making sure that the model they understand works. yeah it makes the model work it makes the reach work and then you get these local guys that go, uh, you know what? I can't, I can't handle that. I'm sorry. Nah, why don't you just tweet it for me? It's like I don't, you know, because listen, I'm, I'm in, I'm allowing you to come to this. St- I can shoot you before you come into the door. <laughs> like I'm allowing. I don't think you. it's that serious. No, but- it's it's that serious. I'm allowing you to walk through the door to come in here. <laughs> That's what's happening here. You have permission to breathe our airspace, <laughs> and you're telling me to do it. Well, you're out of your mind. That's it. Doesn't work like that. Bottom line, thank you, Tim. Exactly. Seriously, thank you, Tim. And thank you to the good people of Alberta. Thank you, everyone. Yes, and like you said, don't call crying. Um, now one of the topics that we actually brought up uh, right before we came on air is, and actually John was talking to me about this earlier. Uh, things that are getting remade. Dimitri just played Legends of the Hidden Temple, the theme song from the old Nickelodeon show. That's a great show. When we were younger, it was all competition. For all those that don't know it, here's a history lesson. There used to be a program where uh, teams of children would run around on floaty things and almost drown in the beginning. And then be assaulted at the end of the show. How many times did you always see like the one flailing kid not make it across and his teammates are like, I hate you. I'm going to kill you once the cameras go off. Like it's... It, there's always the purple team never made it half the time. Like it was just one of those things. The weird thing is the show wasn't on the air that long. It no, was like four it wasn't. Seasons. Four seasons back then is it was good. like four seasons. It like, was four how seasons. Long was Double Dare on? Yeah, forever. Actually, can we get a Double Dare movie? I'd rather see that, dude. So, so, uh, yeah. F- actually, you know, he's right. It's, it was only on for a short time, and then they shut down those studios. They like completely kaputted the studios. But uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple, which was a contest show is now being made into a movie yeah i don't know the scenes scenes thing i'm guessing oh wait what was the story they used to tell the story of the idol right i I have a worse one for you they're making a tetris movie i swear you can look it up it's real they're making a movie for tetris wait how does that work (laughs) 
I have no idea. Does each block have a personality? <laughs> Wait, how would the Tetris thing work? It's just... Is it a murderer? I'm on IMDb, and I am not seeing anything. Tetris movie? But a Tetris, Tetris. movie. Hold on. Te- oh, wait. I see Tetris movie. I typed in Tetris. I see, like, a, a German short film. No. Oh, wait. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, it's real. A Tetris movie not only exists, but it has an $80 million budget. Yeah. Well, what is it? Battleship had a huge budget. Yeah, but Tetris. What could possibly happen in Tetris? I don't know. According to Deadline, the Tetris movie will be co-produced by China, of course, and the United States under the Threshold Global Studios, which was created by Chinese billionaire Bruno Wu and Mortal Kombat producer Larry Kazanoff. Legends of the Hidden Temple didn't even have four seasons, had three. And they're getting a movie? Getting a movie. Wait, what the hell is the... What is Tetris the movie about? They don't have the plot yet. They just know how much money they have. No, there's really not a, much of a plot you can go with. Can I'm, I'm just going to go on the limb here. Shapes are going to fall from the sky. To save the world. So it's you basically have to, pixels. It's going to be pixels with less Well, oh, The movie pixels with Adam Sandler. I know. This is dumb. This is dumb. Or, or is it relationships? Are each piece a person in a relationship? So this is one big orgy movie. Uh, no? Um, it's a polygamist? Uh, no, I don't think so. No? no. All right, so uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple movie. Find the plot for that. In the uh, IMDb page, it says Legends of the Hidden Temple is considered to be the greatest show ever aired on Nickelodeon. It was an awesome show. I'm not going to lie. It was an awesome show. Double Dare kind of got boring after a while. Um, there was the guessing game where you had to... Uh, like Pictionary almost. Um, there was a computer game where you had to guess what the computer was thinking. There was the arcade, the king of the arcades or whatever it was. Uh, Nick Arcade, actually, um, which was terrible. There was Wienerville. There were all the cartoons. But Legends of the Hidden Temple was its own standalone product. It was just this epic show that everybody wanted to be on. Nope, I never watched it. I'm sorry. Well, I didn't expect you to. I think you were a germ in your dad's sack. Like, at this point... <laughs> Legends of the Hidden Temple was awesome. You did you watch it every time it came on? I wasn't a fanatic, but I did watch it. Yeah, it was, but it was just on. Sometimes it would just be a replay. Yeah, and it was just a great show to watch. There's nothing that nowadays that compares to it. No, 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 not at all. Even no, Wipeout and all those other things. Those are just single people running, getting. What's the one where there's a cutout in a wall and you have to go through the cutout? You know what I'm talking about. That was a show. Wipe, that, wipeout, I think. No, 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 Wipeout. Um. It's a show where you would jump and do that type of thing. No, um, Wipeout had a segment like that. That was one of the things on No, but it. they made a whole show about it. That's just stupid. Where you would have to maneuver your like your body around into a cutout on a wall and try to get through the cutout. And they gave all the big people skinny ones? Yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. And everybody wore leotards. Of course. Who came up with that? How come they get money? Let's just make Temple, a movie up. Temple came along at the time when a lot of game shows were like getting interactive. Do you remember there was a game show where you could be inside a video game? No, that was Nick Arcade. That was Nick Arcade. Yeah, That's where right. you had yep. Max, the weird astronaut kid, and you had to like choose a thing. Yep. And then uh, run up to the corner and grab this from yeah, the Yeah, Nickelodeon was going through this crazy interactive uh, game show thing with kids. And then they stopped yeah. it, which doesn't make any sense because that was when it was like really intense then. But now they were like, oh, we're going to dial it back and have you just but play on your phone. I was thinking of a game show called Hole in the Wall. It's oh. actually called Hole in the Wall. That's a glory hole show? Hole in the Wall? I like Think Arcade. Yeah, it was a really good show. I think I liked it better than uh, Temple. Really? Yeah. 
because you got to go in a video game and it came out, you know, probably right around when I was still knee deep in Nintendo. But they were playing at the same time. Still fun. That was when you played King of the Monsters to to battle, remember? Still fun. Remember that King of, you played King of the Monsters, you play it was all the same games. So if you watched at home long enough, you could go and beat them. I wonder if those games are on an emulator. Probably not. Why? Why would they why would they be? I don't think they ever were ever released. King of the Monsters, uh, Rampage and King of the Monsters oh, are real Rampage, games. Oh, Rampage, yeah. Yeah, those were real games. They had they played some of those. No, like outside of an arcade game. Like I know Rampage is a is a cartridge game. Yeah. What were the other ones? Does, do they have a list of the actual um, video games? No. Oh. Dude, I just remember thinking Legends of Hidden Temple was awesome because people could do all these things I wanted to do. And I, I was thinking if I got on the show, I'd probably pee my pants running up in that stupid temple guard that would show <laughs> up. Like, how did no one have a stroke? Like, Because it was always this guy with no shirt on that would just come out and grab you. It's like you're supposed to scream for an adult at that point. It's just it would happen, or you can give your gold token or half your gold token or something like that to to get out of the clutches and then continue on. It was it was. Uh, did anybody ever really win? No, that was like kind of the kicker. They only had enough for like eight prizes every year, so they t- intentionally made the temple ridiculously hard. Yeah, it was, dude. Like nobody won. I remember going like, oh, they're so close, and then no. No, that's actually a fact. If you, uh, I forget the name of the host of the show, the guy's name. Not Summers, is it? No, that's Double Dare. Um, he's, he actually came out and said, like, you know, we only had enough money for something like eight prizes, but we filmed like 40-something shows a year. Kirk Fogg? Yes. Uh, is that it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, he actually came out and said that they didn't have enough money in the budget. You know, so, so we made, screwed over your kids. We purposely. made the temple just ridiculously. Well, think about it, man. They would have like guards in every room. Yeah, yeah. You just you never knew it was supposed to be like. Didn't matter how fast you were going. There was a guard somewhere nearby. And it was, but the and it was so elaborate. Like you only had what was it like a minute or two? Not enough time. Nowhere near. Enough. And then you had to spin this thing to get it to lock into this other thing. Find the vases and break them to find the piece to go into the wall downstairs. Yeah, it was like double dare, but like rather than free roam of the of the obstacle course, you had people physically attacking you. Yeah, it was it was a, a terrifying game. It was fun. It was a t- once you you had to answer a bunch of questions, work your way down the stairs after doing the moat thing. Then you got to, uh, I forget what the other game, there was like one more game and then you were at the temple itself. By then I'd have an asthma attack. You would just see me in a stretcher, like wheel me through. You had an asthma attack yesterday because of pollen, all right? Yes, that's very true. I'm having one now. Um, Yeah, but Legends, what's the, uh, give me the plot of the movie. Um, They're going to format it uh, just like the show. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. How the hell is that going to be a movie? The Green Monkeys, ironically, never successfully uh, oh, retrieved The film artichoke. will follow three of siblings course. who ditch a jungle tour and find themselves undergoing a real-life obstacle with the help of Fog and Omek. That is uh, the plot of the movie. Fun little fact, the voice of Omek is now the voice of the fish Klaus on American Dead. Really? D. Bradley Baker. Cool. Wait a second. What did up? You, did you hear what he said? No, I blocked it out because I'm not watching it. Dude, it's legitimately the show. As a movie. Yeah. They ditched their tour guide group, and in order to get through the jungle, Omek and Fog have to lead them. Yeah. Fog can't go, uh, not Fog. Omek can't go anywhere. He's, He's a, a giant goddamn rock. rock. He's a giant talking rock. He's not going anywhere. Well, maybe his voice is loud and he screams. They're going to walkie talkie him? <laughs> 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 going to set up a walkie talkie, right? You stay here. 
Dude, that's the dumbest. Like, it's I, not. It's a 21st century. They're I know gonna what you want to talk. They're going to Skype, obviously. Dude, is it I, set in the 90s? I don't know. I hope say. it's set in the 90s. Are they going to give the audience drugs before they watch it <laughs> so they enjoy it? No, they're going to. Audience is going to voluntarily be taking their own. That's their that's our core audience. Dude, it's that doesn't make any sense. Tetris the movie doesn't make any sense. Unless it hit the temple doesn't make any sense. And then the show that's coming out. Oh, there's a lot of shows coming out. I mean, okay, look. We said in the car, Damon Wayne's not a bad choice. I don't mind Damon Wayne's. Don't mind. D- but really. For the Lethal Weapon reboot? As a TV show. How's that going to go? Every week, Mac's going to get into something else? I don't understand it. I like Lethal Weapon. I was a fan of it. But this, I'm probably not going to watch. Oh, no. I'll probably watch one episode and then be like, nope. I'll be all over it. Can't wait. Are you going to watch it? Me? Yeah. No. <laughs> nah, I'm good. You know, there's a Rush Hour TV show, too. It got canceled after one season. Shocker. I thought that was a joke. No, it's real. Shocker. It's, it's actually out right now. It's already had multiple episodes, and it's been canceled after one season. I swear. I, I actually I, I, I watched it. It was bad? Yeah, it was. Why would they make that a show? You know what? I'm starting to think that, yeah, they were a parody. I don't think there's really a Lethal Weapon TV show coming out. You can believe what you want. I'm on IMDb right now for Damon Wayans, and there is nothing, nothing about Lethal Weapon. Look up the MacGyver TV show. But the new MacGyver TV show. Uh, they're doing it again? You, you, you did not read what I sent you. No, because I blocked it out. Like, yeah. a, yes, inappropriate they... childhood touching. <laughs> like, this doesn't make yes, sense. They are doing MacGyver all, all over again. Why? Uh, why are you asking me? I don't know. What the hell? They're going to do a Remington Steel show. Yes. A new Remington Steel. Yep. A new Murder She Written. Uncle Buck. She Written. Yeah, Murder She Written. It's the hood story. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything on the new MacGyver show. Hold on, hold on. I'm telling you, man, I think you're getting punked. I don't know. Leave the weapon so. TV I show. think they're, you know, this, because it sounds like a joke. It sounds like a terrible idea. No, I'm, well. sounds like a terrible idea. Hold on, IMDb Lethal Weapon TV show. TV show based on the popular Lethal Weapon films is slightly unhinged. Cop is partnered with the veteran detective um, Charles Baker, Jordan Brewster, Dante Brown. Um, I don't see Damon Wayans. Exactly. I don't think you're reading. I don't think Damon Wayans is in it. Nope, no, there he is. He is. Oh he my God! If you look at the trailer, oh, this is happening. Yep. What the hell? Yeah, here it is. I see it. All right. Well, there went my childhood. Are they going to do a, f- a TV show of Caligula? They're also do- redoing the one hundred thousand dollar pyramid. What? What is that? Going to reanimate Dick Clark's corpse? <laughs> that I'll watch. Wait, they- this is nothing original coming out. Nope. They gave the hell up. Right. The A Team or Developments, uh, Bewitched. There's a new A Team coming out. There Celebrity Deathmatch. I know the movie. That I thought that was it. I thought they were like, you know, we ah, tried it. They're it. they're redoing Ducktales. So who are they gonna redo Mash? Not as far as I can tell. Ducktales. Hogan's Ooh. Heroes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Could you redo Hogan's Heroes? Could you redo Howdy Doody time? They're also doing the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. No, they're not. Yes, I know that. I'm looking at it. Wow, well, right almost now. really swore. With who? Uh, they don't have a cast yet, but uh, Will Smith has signed on for executive producer. You know, it's gonna be Jada Smith. Oh my God! Wait, is I heard that he was going to play the Uncle Phil role. Could be. I don't. I don't know what to do. Who? Will Smith? Yeah. Yeah. He was going to play the he's Uncle Phil switch role. It up. Yeah, he's going to be. It'll be Will, 
grown up, and his kid it's probably going to be his son. Nickelodeon oh has also greenlit a uh, reboot of Hey Arnold. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. It's all it's craptastic television. Craptastic. It is. It's horrendous television. Super craptastic. Magic School Bus mm-hmm. on Netflix later this year. Is yep. it the uncensored Magic School Bus? Today we go into the seminal vesicles. The testes. Like, what is it? Magic School Bus. Breast Today cancer. we ride on a tab of LSD. Yeah, exactly. Let's see how this person trips. Married Come on, children. Magic School Bus. Huh? Married Children. They're not doing Married with Children. They're redoing again. Yeah, Married Children. Yeah. Why would they redo that show? Uh, match Game. Like it's it's not edgy anymore. Exactly, dude. It's done. It's done. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can't redo like those shows were poignant in those days because it was like, hey, there's a guy with his hand near his balls and he's scratching them and he talks really bad to his wife. It's great. A four night eight hour remake of the 1977 movie Roots. Yeah, that I heard and I thought was dumb, but they're trying to bring it to a new generation and yeah. I still think it's dumb. Um, Levar, I wonder what's gonna, gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Are they going to redo? I heard this is something I actually heard. They were thinking of redoing the Titanic because yeah, that right. needs to be done. Uh, but there's a twist. This time it doesn't sink. This time it sails on and actually gets to the Florida Keys. They just stumble and Jack and Rose realize they made a huge mistake. And they were like, whoa, whoa. Like, oh, they get sorry. seasick. Yeah. They get- it's like it's summer <laughs> romance. My bad. And then they get uh, captured by Somali again. pirates. She goes off and has her stupid rich life, and he dies in the gutter. <laughs> yeah, he, he ends up dying of syphilis. They're That's making the a TV show for t- the movie Taken. No, they're not. Uh, may- yeah, no, it's they're not. Tooken. Yeah, it's called t- t- uh, Tales from the Crypt. They're redoing. Yep, next year. Is uh, Do you watch TV? A little bit, not much. Like, you don't watch TV, right? Uh, only certain shows. No. I don't watch TV. Yeah. He's I, watching Malcolm in the Middle. It's just are they redoing Malcolm in the Middle? Malcolm on the Edge, <laughs> starring Sounds John like Doherty. Yeah, right? <laughs> starring John Doherty. You just show up and you're just Malcolm's conscious. It's like Doogie Howser all over. No, not Doogie Howser. Um, ah, uh, Wonder, Wonder Years. Years. Wonder Years. But it's like edgy shows like that would never really make it. Twin nowadays. Peaks. Why? Yeah, I knew they were doing Twin Peaks, Uncle but they're doing they're doing it without uh, David Lynch, which is yeah. pointless. Uh, Voltron. Oh, that's coming yeah, out Netflix soon. They're not really doing that's that. Stupid. Po- uh, Power Rangers, pretty much. Are there's a rumor Rangers. that Xena's uh, having a reboot as well, with Lucy Lawless again. Uh, she denies it, but who knows? She should just get topless since she's already doing it on every other TV show she's on. She's topless on that other show. And it's like, oh, thanks. Forty years too late. Maybe she likes being topless. What's wrong? Yeah, with now that everything's you know, do your knees hang low? There you go. <laughs> like that's just where it is. It's like what? Do your ears hang low? Do they wobble to and throw? Yeah, but it's just... It's a song. Do your bees hang low? Oh, I'm familiar. Yeah. In case you weren't. I was was a kid once. (laughs) I was a child once. Yeah, in the 1930s. It was a good year. Get it? I'm old. Vintage. Dude. um, Yeah, I don't care about old TV. Like, I was just really thinking, like, TV's gotten that bad. That's stupid. That's stupid. You can't do a, a show on Taken. You can't do a movie on Legend of the Hidden Temple. At this point... I want them to do a movie on my toes smelling like corn chips. Like Fritos. No, anything that was a thing is now a thing. <laughs> or at least fair game for a thing. You know what? That is exa- that's exactly... And, and the way it sounded like it was just nonsensical, that's exactly how it is. Everything that was a thing is now a thing. They're going to redo Life Goes On, but this time it's going to be with like a transgender. Yeah, there you go. I heard rumors that they're also redoing Baywatch. Yep, except this time they're just naked. <laughs> It'll be Boy Girl Meets World. That's what we get it. 
I mean, they redid Full House already. Well, yeah, Fuller House. Not, not redid. That would be the joke. You'd be like, they can do Full House and call it Fuller House. Oh, they did? Oh, never mind. Step by steps. Like, they'll do that. All in the families. That It's just, this is stupid. I've given up. Divorce with children? Yeah. Yeah, how about that? Like, I, I why would you redo Married with Children? I know, right? Why the whole reason we liked it is because there was nothing like it on TV. Now I can turn on any ch- any. How, channel. how are you going to make married children PC? You can't make it PC. No, just th- the whole thing was it wasn't supposed to be PC. Well, I know. They, are they going to like just push the envelope farther and just Christina Applegate would just out. get BJ's on TV? Yeah, just be all out <laughs> raunch. Yeah, she's just. You just call. She's just like, oh, ah, ah. Those, that's just, really it. That's, you either that's the opening theme. Yeah, the theme is just her like gagging. It doesn't make sense. You either go in reverse and clean it up, or you just go completely all out, off the, the deep end. Let the damn burst. That show can't be clean. It's like a gonzo porno. Like at this point, you just have to go nuts with it. Because it, he's right. It is. It's not edgy. It's stupid. It's genuinely. Stupid it was edgy twenty something. Well, years now, ago. yeah, now it'd just be like, okay. I mean, what was it? Ellen DeGeneres had her own show, The Ellen Show, and she was the only lesbian on TV. Yeah, today if that episode aired, it, like it'd nobody be like, would I'm care. I'm gay, and then the episode would just keep going. Yeah, yeah nobody would be like, care. Okay. They'd be like, all right, did you say you wanted cream in there? Yeah, show? exactly. Oh, so I have to act for the rest of the show? Yeah, no, you kind of have to. Keep that, it that would be about choosing. Oh, uh, we had ten in. minutes worth of lines where it's just awkward. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Show's gonna run short. <laughs> what was the uh 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 jeez play not, a lot of B roll. Not Spin City Radio No, uh, there is a show called Spin City. What? There was a radio show with uh ah oh, I'm forgetting his name, he died. News radio? News radio with Phil Hartman. Yeah. That was such a good show. Mm. It it wouldn't it wouldn't work now, but it was such a good show. I don't know why it wouldn't work now. It's kinda it was kinda the, like you a can't standard. find who's who's gonna do that. Yeah, who nobody's fits? Gonna. There's always actors trying to. Yeah, they're something. trying to be him, but he was just. It'll be that whoever guy. Saturday Night Live doesn't need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoever they tossed. Oh, speaking of Mad TV's coming back too. Why? Why? They're doing a reunion show. Because hopefully Saturday Night Live will die a horrible death soon. Are you done with it? You've been done I've with it? I've been done with yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, dude. I, I, yeah. I wrote that thing off years ago. Oh, I, and what's like his name? Is still on ago. it. Like uh, Keenan. Keenan's still on it. Holy yeah. crap. Go somewhere. Tim Meadows was on the show for like 18 years. He's, Keenan's holding on for dear uh, life. He cannot get a gig anywhere else. <laughs> Daryl Hannah. Or not Daryl Hannah. Um, what's his name? I don't know. Daryl. Damn it. Oh, oh, oh. I know. Who, ah. Ah, jeez, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, did um, 15 years? Yeah, he. I yeah. think he Hammond. still pops up. Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond, there it is. 15 years. Daryl Hammond, and he still pops up. I saw like clips of a, a few sketches they just, just did, and he's there. It's like, wow, that talent pool is really scarce. And I hear it's because it's horrendous hours. I know it's because it's a horrendous producing staff. Like, they're just nothing but, like, Nazis. It, and it's just, why? Well, it's also, it's hard. But why? It's a difficult job. What's the get? It's a it's a proving ground. It's a proving ground for the future comedy stars of America. Seriously. Think about how many people have come out of SNL. Even but, today it still happens. Yeah, I was going to say, but they're few and far between. For such a what is big it, uh, cast. Three quarters of the new Ghostbusters, the three quarters of the females in the oh, new yeah. Ghostbusters are SNL alum. Yeah. Or and, current and, cast members. And that, that speaks a lot to that. There's a Kate McKenna and Leslie Jones. They're still on the show. Yeah. But that speaks to that. That's just I. You know what? Uh, I mean, I, I wrote up Saturday Night Live because it wasn't as funny. I've always it's liked not. Mad TV better. It's uh, 
I gave up in like the like mid nineties. Yeah, with those two shows, I gave up. And I watched late night TV when Conan O'Brien used to be on uh, on Channel Seven, like on like uh, when NBC. he followed up uh, Leno. Yeah, when he was right after Leno, I was all for it. Then he went and did Coco Team Coco, whatever. That thing was terrible. Still doing it. Um, He's on TBS. That's just not good. I've given up. Yeah, he's Conan a local boy. I have to support him. Yeah, support him in, in your heart, but hey, just like Dennis <laughs> Leary. Like, all right, I'm good. I'm good. A lot of people are. Anybody see Leary's new show? Uh, Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It's supposed to be good. Uh, I'll check it out. I'll go check it. Is out. Is it in the same thing as Californication? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen it. That wasn't Dennis Leary. I haven't seen I said, it. Is it the same vein as California? Oh, you know what I did see that was not a reboot, but really kind of a throwback. Uh, Pee Wee's Big Holiday. I did not watch that. I was I not did. a fan of Pee Wee. Was it funny? Watch it. Okay, I'll watch it. Go and watch it. That's what I'm going to do this weekend. Watch Pee Wee's Holiday. Pee Wee's Big Holiday. And watch old Ernest Goes Something. I don't like Ernest, either of those. I love Ernest movies. Yeah, Ernest Ernest is actually funny. Some of them just went a little bit... Uh, I but, don't uh, understand. How do you guys like that? Ernest Saves Christmas. Ernest has a special spot in my heart because <sighs> I saw Ernest Saves Christmas in the movie theaters. Like the night before Christmas. Well, you guys also like Muppets. I don't like Muppets. Love what? these Muppets. How do you not like Muppets? It's because he's Russian and he has no happiness. No, I have no soul. He doesn't understand Muppets what happiness. Too happy is. creatures. Yeah, this is exactly. He doesn't he just... understand what happiness and joy. No, I never understood it. There's not a Russian Muppet. Is that why? It's a rock. It, is. it should be. It should be. <laughs> there is. It's Vladimir Putin. Yes. Oh no! Isn't that big eagle thing? Oh no, that's the American thing. <laughs> never mind. And with that. <laughs> Thank you for everybody that's listened in. I know we kind of feel tuckered out, but that's because we are tired. Uh, the show after us, however, has a ton of energy. It's on the edge with John Doherty. Um, also, for those that are listening to the network, those that are brand new, Monday here on this very network, we're going to have Max Schneider, a uh, big YouTube star. He's going to be coming on talking about his music with uh, Elevation with Stephanie Millions. Uh, and then we're going to set up a bunch more interviews. We're also giving away tickets here. Uh, to a if you're local, that is um, the Massachusetts Patriots, local. Yeah, Massachusetts local. Um, <laughs> the Dedham Firefighters uh they have a team called the All Stars, and they're playing the All Pro Patriots celebrity team. It's going to be playing a couple of members from the Patriots. It's for a good cause. Um, it is going to be happening on June 9th, and uh, we have tickets here that are two per ticket. So this is this is a good thing. If you want it, tweet us. I want to go. Um. Or Facebook. Hey, us. why not get a chance to meet the Patriots? Go hang yeah, out. you actually yeah. have a chance to meet the Pats. Go hang out and support a really good cause. Um, yeah, just that's it, really. I'm tired. Stay Maybe tuned. Eat. So yeah, have fun with On the Edge with John Doherty. Make sure you guys like us on Facebook. Also like On the Edge with John Doherty on Facebook. Um, and uh, yeah, until next time. This is Jay. This is Joan. Dimitri. And we are the Gagorda Radio Show here on the Gagorda Network.